I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about I've never felt this attached to anyone before. We get this a lot. Yes, we do. I think that sometimes breakups are easy for us and sometimes they are the most painful experience of our life. Right. And then some of us have the most painful experience of our life during every breakup. Right. Right. For those of us that have had a lot of attachment trauma. Yep. But some are worse than others. Right. And for some reason, we just naturally attach and gravitate towards some people more than others. And um, it's not even necessarily the length of time we've been with that person. No, it's instant. Yeah, because sometimes you could be with somebody for three or four months and feel incredibly attached. And sometimes you could be with somebody for five, ten years and be like, I don't even really know I'm with this person anymore. And sometimes you can be with them five or ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this today. Um, because Margaret has been doing some of her own thoughts and research on yes. this, on some patterns she's seen, and so we thought we'd share them today. I went back over some of the cases that I'd had where we're, we're hearing this, and we're both hearing it pretty frequently. And here's how it goes. Um, I have been seeing this person, and I have never felt so connected to anybody in my life. Yeah. We hit it off right away. And we had a wonderful time until this special someone broke up with me or stopped responding to me or, you know, essentially ghosted me yeah. um, for no reason I can understand or that they will share. Mm -hmm. Okay. And That's with, the worst, isn't that, it? Yes. Um, the person has no idea why this happened and they're left with a gaping wound. And that's just what it feels like, I think, is a gaping wound. So we're taking this very seriously. Um, I'm not going to talk about love at first sight romantically, however, so be prepared. This is just the hardest breakup I have ever had. It's the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. Everybody's going with a check mark right yeah. now down the list. Yep, yeah. that's me, that's yeah. me, that's me. Yeah. But I took such good care of him or her. Yeah. How did they not notice? How could they just break up with me like that? Yeah, and, yeah. And it's so confusing. Yes. Like, this was so and, good. And How could you walk away? And feeling like this. Yes, we could read each other's thoughts and we were tuned into each other emotionally. And what are the chances that I can get him or her back? and we can have a normal life together. And sometimes the chance of a normal life is just not in the picture because there can be some pretty acting out, um, not terribly well-functioning people involved. Yeah. Okay? And it's hard to see that at first. Oh, you don't. Because you're just, you're like a drug addict and that's your drug. And so you're not looking at all the negative you know aspects of it or the consequences of it right. you're just 
so overwhelmed by the feeling that this person gives you. And remember, instantly the hormones begin to flow too. Mm -hmm. And that helps us be even more blind to red flags than we might have been before. Yeah. The first thing that all these relationships have in common is the instant magical connection. We were so comfortable together. There was none of that first encounter awkwardness. I felt like I had known this person forever. And by the by, he or she is gorgeous or handsome. Mm -hmm. That's an, frequently an element, and that's fine. Of course we're all attracted. Yeah. The other thing that these relationships have in common is that they break up between three and six months. Mm -hmm. More often closer to three months. Okay, that I have found sense. that there are a lot of breakups around the three-month yes. mark. Yes. And I feel like, this is my personal yep. opinion, it's because that person can't attach right. to you. Or right. they aren't going to attach to you. For whatever yeah. reason. And it can be anything from their own attachment stuff to their family needs them to they don't think they can live the healthy life you would provide them. There can be infinite reasons, none of which apparently you're going to share. Who, me? With the poor, no, with, no, you don't have to share anything. With the poor person oh. that you're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, and, you know, you leave your partner devastated and confused. How did this happen? Yeah. The most common reason for the instant attraction is that this person reminds you in some way, physically, emotionally, the way they hold their coffee cup reminds you of someone from your family of origin. Okay? Yeah. And you may already be fully trained in how to handle a person like this. We are drawn to the familiar whether or not it's what we want. Yeah. Okay? So if you come across somebody who gives you that old down-home feeling and warm and fuzzies and comfort and magic, chances are they remind you of someone. Mm -hmm. And it may not be obvious at first. It may take some work to figure that out. Okay? And even when you're aware of it, it's still difficult it still to change. Says, but I'm still more attached to this person than I've ever been to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, chances are that things are not going spectacularly well in either party's life. Suddenly things felt much better when you got into this relationship. Mm -hmm. He or she made you feel more alive, made you feel like you were having fun for the first time in years, made you feel more confident and less lonely. And so many people we talk to say that to us. They do. This is, Just this is about the first like that. person that I've attached to in years. Yeah. And, and this person is totally you know, wrong for you on every level, and yet you're addicted to it. But that's how you feel. And mm -hmm. it really is like an addiction. Yeah, it, it really, really is. It really is like yeah. an addiction. Um, I've never heard one of the people involved in a relationship like this report any satisfying relationship in adulthood. If they've been married, it ended badly, or they were abused, or they were mistreated, or they were controlled. Um, oftentimes there's substance abuse involved with one of the parties. Sometimes with both, but usually with at least one of the parties. I have recently heard guys saying, well, she drank every day, and she had been in rehab once, and when I realized how much she needed the cocaine, I would get it for her. Wow. Okay. Um, 
Several women were very sexually active, always on dating sites, even when in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Some appeared to support themselves and their families of origin this way. What do you mean? That I've had men talk about some of these wonderful women that they got very, very attached to who really were involved in the sex trade, however directly. That's yeah. not how they present it. Yeah. But they're always on a website, they're always looking for a wealthy man, and they send money back um, to wherever they came from. Ah, I okay? see. And I have heard some people who were really trapped in that, um, trying to support their families of origin. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I've run across that. that. You will. Wait. You will. I have to keep my eyes open um, for that one. Now open. that we say it, here it's going to come. Um, Somebody out there watching right now, signing up for a coaching. <laughs> um, one of them was a dancer, and she made a whole lot of money. I, I won't say where she was dancing. Mm -hmm. um, and others were definitely looking for wealthy men. And the men can say, I think in the beginning she thought I really had money. And, she, you know, these are often well-functioning men, yeah. you know, who were reasonably well-off, but certainly not millionaires, okay? And that's what they were looking for. Probably, yeah. Several men talked with several women numerous times a day. They reported that to their partners that it meant nothing, that they were just friends and had met on the computer. I'm starting to say here there were some red flags. Yeah. There were several men who said who every day would talk to these pretty women um, on their phones and their partners would be saying, well, who are these people? Well, I know them from the computer. I met them on the computer and I put them on my Facebook and I talk to them a lot every day. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you believe that that's all there is to it, right? Yeah, sounds right. Do you believe that, Greg? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely believable. Sure. Um, I've had many women distressed by that. But he says it doesn't mean anything, and he just met them on the computer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, we really do uh, blind ourselves. We really do. Sometimes. We really do. We really do. Yeah. And oftentimes there's a large discrepancy in age. Yeah. Okay. We've seen a good amount of that. And I noticed that a lot of people will get really upset or angry when you try and tell them that the age difference has an impact on things. And when you listen to the whole story, in a million years you couldn't put these two poor people together. You couldn't imagine that it would work. There was often little objective reason to think that these two persons would ever be compatible for a long-term relationship. I can think of one relationship in particular where there was a pretty pretty large age discrepancy. Mm -hmm. He was ready to settle down and buy a house and she was just starting out in life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, and wanted to go to some city to try acting. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't imagine how they could ever get it together, get together to be together. Yeah. Um, some came from vastly different families and cultures yeah. and had little in common. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. We had the magical connection. Okay? Yeah. Um, well, if it was so magical, then how come they're not sitting with you right now trying to work through it? Yeah. Right? And Something was going on. Yeah. There were Something. many people who had strange or unusual experiences in their lives that kind of came off the page that you'd say, what? Like a, an especially awful divorce or a crazy relationship with somebody who left them penniless in Zanzibar um, that might have served as red flags if you weren't so attached. Okay, so the red flags are there. 
but we often don't see them. So in other words, this person is telling you some crazy outrageous story of something right. that happened to him. Right. And instead of saying, this isn't adding up for me, you're like, wow, I can't believe that happened to you. Right. Exactly. Because a lot of times they're not telling you the truth. They're telling you part some of the truth. crazy partial truth with a reality distortion and whatever. Because, you know, sometimes you have to really look at, like I was talking to somebody today and they were like, you know, saying, you know, and they were divorced. Okay, do you know why they got divorced? What happened? I have no idea. You, well, you need to have an idea. It would be good. Yeah. It would be helpful if you have a reason. Right. I mean, it could be any million reasons why they got divorced. Right. I mean, did they get divorced because divorced because you cheated on them thirty times and right. they got or did they get divorced because you know who knows what happened? Yeah, right. Um, or for no reason out. at all, somebody came and took the house away from us. I don't know what we did. You know. Um, I've heard that one too, of crazy financial stories, um, how one partner ended up with all the money mm -hmm. um, and the other person got somehow shafted. Um, and people are very polite and I'll say to so-and-so and so-and-so, do you know this about them, do you know that? And I say, no, well I didn't want to intrude. Trust me, you need to intrude as politely as you can. Okay? Yeah, you need to figure this out. You're, right. you're investing yourself. I'll give you my own phrase here. Can you tell me a little bit about growing up? <laughs> and you get this, you know, three, three volume novel. Mm -hmm. um, okay. There were women who had very little knowledge of their partner's lives and histories. Which we were okay. just talking about. Yeah. Some did not know where their partner lived. Okay. Um, one partner did not know her boyfriend's name his real name. He explained that what he used was not his right name and that he had changed it when he started a new life. Wow. And he couldn't get a license either, which made me wonder if he had been in the pen. To be wow. Honest. He explained that what he used, yeah, was not his right name because he had changed his life. Yeah, right. Um, one said that his mother would be upset if she knew he was seeing someone so he could not bring her home or share his address. Uh, your mother or your wife? <laughs> mother. No, but I'm saying, he <laughs> yeah. says it's his mother, but it's yeah. really his other his wife that she... Of course. <laughs> More than one gentleman called for help in helping his girlfriend get over her anger mm -hmm. that he didn't tell her he was married. Yeah. I've had several of I those. have too. Is she ever going to get over this? Good luck, that was a pretty big thing you didn't share. Mm -hmm. And I've heard every excuse on earth, she couldn't handle it, you know, the world was going to end, I was sure she'd reject me if I told her that. Mm -hmm. um, if she was going to reject you for that, then she's not going to be much of a partner. Mm -hmm. um, she would have preferred all the grief and the truth. Okay? Yep. Um, wow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, those are some of my musings, and really what I'm saying to you is, beware of the instant attraction. There is nothing more exciting or wonderful in this world than having that happen, okay? And I remember a guy not too long ago telling me about his first date, and of course they never went out. Gee, I wonder what they did. 
Um, and it, you know, it was instant. He thinks he's died and gone to heaven. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying to him, take your time. Yeah. You don't know anything about this lady. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it turned out she had all kinds of problems. Yeah. Um, so don't let love blind you. If you have that glorious, giddy experience, don't act on it too quickly. And if you have someone who's internationally traveling around to find wealthy men, don't do it to yourself to think that they might settle down with you and you could have a normal life. It's not going to happen. Or And certainly there are international playboys. Um, who are, you know, studying finance in London. I've had a lot of financiers in mm -hmm. London, um, but have to go here or there for months at a time. Um, and so it ends up to be a long-distance relationship, but you hang in there because of all the magic that happened in the beginning. Yeah. There are all kinds of pitfalls. Yeah. And don't hesitate to ask questions. Somebody who's sincere will be very willing to share their lives with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there, I've attacked another romantic myth. I'm sorry. <laughs> just be careful. I'm just trying to protect you. Yes, please yeah. be careful. You know, uh, sometimes the things we say are difficult to hear, and they may go against, you know, your situation or, you know, trying to reattract somebody that you're you know, devastated over losing, but, you know, if you continue to chase after them, you're just going to continue to be devastated over them, and at what point will you be happy if you spend the next, you know, several years trying to get somebody back that really can't do any kind of healthy long-term relationship. Right. And that's the case in many of these relationships. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be careful. Right. And it could be difficult to deal with and of course talking about it helps and Margaret and I always are always talking about it helps yeah are big proponents of that you know whether you do a coaching with us or get yourself a local therapist yeah you know that understands you know relationships um, you know that's up to you but we are in no way making light of how you feel if this happens to you yeah um, it's beyond the beyonds of awful. Yeah, it is. It is. But, of course, when you want to get our help personally, you could just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. And I will help you learn how to ask more nosy questions because I'm really good at it. Yes, she is. <laughs> Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to sign up with Margaret. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.